Wow. Unbelievable. We're here again, Rabbi Herbs. Uh, yes, we are. Indeed, we are. Now, let me see. Do I hear myself? I'm trying to hear myself. Uh, can I hear myself a little bit better? I think so. Tiny drop more, maybe. Okay. Uh, which which headphone are we on? Uh, um, uh, okay. Hello. 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 <laughs> Rabbi Herbs, why are you clearing your throat? <coughs> well, uh, we're doing a radio show now. Yeah, but we're already on the air. Oh, oh we're on the air. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to story time. Or oh, should I say, uh, story hour. Yeah, right. That's the word I was looking for. Welcome. Let's do that again. Let's reverse. Okay, now let's start again. Hi, everybody. Welcome to story hour with Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs. I am your host. And together with Rabbi Herbs' sidekick, it's me, your lovable Yossi. Boy, you're in a good mood today. Because I heard you have a big, big, long story. Yes, I do. Okay, so um, uh, let's see now. Let's start off over here with uh, the usual stuff. And let's get this in uh, out of the way. Out of the way? Oh, no. Here we go. Don't worry. I don't mean you. Okay, first of all, <laughs> for all you people out there who are watching me live on the, uh, on whatever they call this uh, streaming or whatever it is, uh, you can see this beautiful new jrootradio.com, uh, the Jewish station that listens to you, a beautiful bumper sticker, yes, for people who donate to us. Uh, this will be one of the things that uh, you'll be able to uh, get. <laughs> so uh, for more information, of course, you can always call us at the studio. That'd be a nice idea. And besides, you know, uh, you know, calling us at the studio to find out, you can also text or email to uh, 347-927-8398. That number again is 347-927-8398. For more information about how to get that beautiful J-Root Radio.com bumper sticker. Wow, it's a gorgeous, very colorful. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. Okay, Uh, for those who want to donate to J Radio, and believe me, we do need the money. Uh, This radio station does not grow on trees. Even though we are J Radio, which you can hear us on JRadio.com, and you can hear us live on the telephone line, 712-432-4217, or you can listen to us live and Tune in occasionally for archives on 718-506-9099. Even though we are coming through that beautifully sound that you hear through even your beautiful kosher uh, computer internet, whatever you want to call it, uh, but you want to donate and keep us going, so then I guess you know how to do that. Yeah, I'll tell them. Okay, so you write out your checks or our donations to J Root Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue. That's Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is 2829 Nostrand Avenue, 11229. Of course, Brooklyn, New York. Know that about it. Okay, all right. So, uh, um, 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 uh, what's going on here today? Relax. First of all, we're going to have a very special guest coming here, but I just heard that he was stuck in traffic. Oh, I mean one of our famous callers? Which one? Which one? <laughs> You'll find out when he arrives. He's going to see what I look like. He's going to see what I look like. So big deal. Are you worried? Uh, uh, let me fix my tie. You're not wearing a tie. Uh, let me go get one. Uh, you'll see. Just sit down and relax. Okay, I'm going to sit down and relax. While I'm relaxing, could you teach me how to relax? Would you stop that, Jesse? I got a big story today. Okay, I didn't tell it in a long time, and I know it's a long story. <laughs> a long story. Okay, uh, is that a long story about the long story, or is a short story about the short story becoming a long story? Uh, you see? Oh, sorry. Okay, anyways, uh, uh, what else do you want to say? Well, I'd like to remind everybody that uh, pretty much the month of July is pretty much booked up. There might be a spot here and there, but if you want to book for August for storytelling or karate demonstrations or for Kayach of the Mayach, for more information about Kayach of the Mayach, you could call me at 718-375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. If you call me, I will explain to you what Kayach of the Mayach is. Okay, so once again, if you're interested in hiring me for storytelling, and believe me, seeing me tell a story live, ah, such a different thing! And then everybody's going to see what I look like. Yes. 
But they'll also be able to see me somersault or cartwheel or whatever's necessary in the story. Oh, yeah, that also. Okay, so go ahead, go ahead. I don't want to interrupt because you got a long story. That's correct, I do. Very long story. So anyways, let me tell you the short story of the long story, okay? Uh, actually, if anybody's interested in ordering any of my story CDs, so the number you can call is 718-375-1294. You can call me at that number, and I'll be more than happy to email you or fax you the updated list, which has right now currently over approximately 40-something uh, CDs, story CDs, that are not available in the stores. Okay, they're only available through me. Okay, so I got that settled, I got that, and anybody's interested, I know, if anybody's interested in any art lessons or any artwork, kasubis, monograms, uh, portraits, you know, things like that, other kind of artwork, you know, custom-made paintings and things like that, uh, Rabbi Yitzhak does that all, you know, and uh, you can call him at 718-375-1294 or for private lessons, you can call him there too. Okay, so I think we got everything settled up, right? I hope so. I think so. I'm I'm hoping so. All right. So now, uh, uh okay. So, uh, <clears throat> uh what's that? Mm-mm, so, so. <laughs> I'm just trying to think if we got everything out of the way. Uh, yeah, I got everything out of the way except for me, I think. Oh, well, you just look out the window. I know, look out the window. Maybe they could change the scenery one time. I, 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 it's, I, oh, well, no, I, I, I got to be able to see myself. Uh, yeah, sure, you look at your reflection in the window. It's okay. Uh, okay, so now, <clears throat> this story is called The Jewish Pope. A Jewish Pope? Are you telling a story about a Hasidic Rebbe, a Litvish Rebbe, a Galiziana Rebbe? What kind of Rebbe are you talking about? I'm not talking about a Rebbe. This happens to be a story that happened in the lifetime of a great tzaddik known as the Bach. The Bach! I know who he is. He wrote a sefer called Bayez Chadash. Right, uh, uh, and, and, uh, his name is, his name is, his name is. Yes, yes, what is his name? His name is, his name is. Yes, what is his name? Uh, 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 Rabiel Circus. Wow. That's great. You finally remembered. Thank you. I'm not going to tell you that I looked at your piece of paper when you weren't looking. What? What did you say? You know what? I'm just going to start the story. You just look out the window or sit on the side and wait. And when our guest comes, you just welcome him in. Uh, okay. Well, well, we'll do that. Okay. Um, here we go. No, no, no. I'm doing the story. Oh, I'm just going to stay by the window. Go ahead. Stay by the window. Let me start already. Okay. Go ahead. Start. Okay. This story goes back many, many, many years ago, probably a few hundred years ago, because it was in the times of Rabbi Yoel Circus, known as the Bach, named after the acronym of his name, of the Sefer that he wrote by his Chodosh. Anyways, um, <clears throat> I didn't have time before I got here to quickly uh, double-check to see who the original Pope was at that time period, uh, and a couple of other pieces of information, but basically the whole story what I'm going to tell you tonight is said to be a true story. Can I vouch for 100%? Well, I wasn't around at that time. Come on, Rabbi Herb. She sure you weren't around at that time. You're not exactly a youngster. I'm not exactly an oldster either. <laughs> oh, uh, okay, okay. I won't get into that now. Go ahead, go ahead. It's an exciting story. You better believe it. It's got nonstop action. Yeah? Wow. Yes, okay. So let me tell you what happened. Anyway, so let me tell you what happened. Yeah, so tell me what happened. Okay, so I'm going to tell you what happened. There once was this pope, but I don't remember his name. It was Whoever it was, it was the pope that was living at the time of the great Sadiq Rabiel Circus. It was in the same time period. So that was the pope at that time in Rome. And one day he had a meeting with a bunch of his uh, cardinals and bishops and things like that, you know, people of a uh, higher ranking and within the church system over there. And he had this meeting. Gentlemen, gentlemen, I want to speak to you about a very important uh, thing that's very dear to me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What is it, sir? Well, you see, I, I have this thought on my mind. It's been on my mind for a long time. Uh, yes, yes, yes. What is it, sir? Please, put it out. It's not nice to spit. But what I will tell you is like this, you see. Uh, basically, in, 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 in a nutshell, if it belongs in a nutshell, then don't say it, because anything that belongs in a nutshell should be thrown in the garbage. <laughs> no, listen to me. I am the Pope, and you have to listen to what I say. Now, according to what I, uh, my thoughts, I should say, or what I'm saying about my thoughts, uh, is precisely, is that 
You know, I've been thinking about, like, building a gigantic church. The most magnificent church that ever existed. Even more beautiful than the cathedral here than whatever we have over here. A great, powerful, great, great church. Yes, indeed. The most beautiful edifice that you ever have ever seen in your entire life. Ah, that sounds very interesting. Ah, Paul, that sounds very interesting. <laughs> and, uh, how do you propose to do this? Well, you know, I've been thinking about it for years, and I think the time has come. You know, I was just thinking out loud. He always thinks out loud. I was just thinking out loud that, you know, uh, we'll have architects and, and people write up blueprints and everything and plan this beautiful, magnificent, beautiful church, according to my specifications, indeed, indeed, indeed. And, but, you know, it's going to cost a lot of money. And where are we going to get this money? I am the Pope, you know that. And as the Pope, you know what I can do? I could write a palpable letter, and I will sign it, and I will seal it. <laughs> Very interesting. So you're going to make a letter, and, and what's the purpose of this letter? Ah, I will take two trusted people, and they'll become, uh, how you call it, palpable nuntai, uh, uh, Nuncha? No, 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 not Nuncha. Nuntai. Oh, I see. And that is? Uh, that is, um, how should I say, there'll be messages of mine. Okay, so uh, we're going to go proceed with this. Do you all agree? It's a wonderful idea. Well, sir, if you could pull this off, it's a great idea. Yes, indeed, sir. We do seek so. If you could pull this off, for sure, for sure, for sure. No question about it. All right. So, um... You have the people? Oh, yes. My meeting tomorrow is going to be with these two people. I have very trusted servants. People who serve me and they would risk their life for me. <sighs> John and Peter. Ah, such wonderful people. And sure enough, the next day the big meeting came. And there was John and Peter. Ah, uh, yes, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm here, sir. Uh, 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 what can I do for you, your, your, your holiness? Uh, uh, John, I'm so happy you're here. Uh, Peter! I'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> I am here. What is it that I could do for His Majesty, the Holiness, the Pope? Is there anything I do? Just tell me and I shall do it. Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever you say, uh, uh, Peter and I will we'll definitely do what you want. No, no, listen to me. I spoke to all the others about building this huge, 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 it's way out of the screen of this uh, picture frame, okay? It's a very huge church, you understand? And I'm going to build this church. But of course, we have to raise money. And that's where you come in. Uh, sir, with all the respect, how can we come into the church if the church wasn't built yet? No, 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 no. This is where you come in does not mean you come into the church yet. This is where you come into the picture. Are you going to have pictures hanging there? No, sir. No, 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 son. Listen to me, John. Please try to listen to me without interrupting. I'm sure that I can trust you, and you'll risk your life for me. Oh, yes, indeed. And so will I. I'll risk my life for you any time. Yes, indeed. You just tell me what you want me to do, and I'm going to risk my life for you. Don't you worry about a thing. All right, so here's what I want from you. Are you paying attention? I want you to do the following. You're going to travel from country to country, and you're going to give this letter that I will give you. You see, I have here a letter. Okay, see that letter? And I'm going to give you this letter, and it's sealed with my seal and my signature. One second. Let me get this straight. You're giving me uh, a paper that is signed by you, and you're putting a seal on it? I mean, doesn't a seal belong in the water? not that kind of seal. I'm talking about a seal, you know, like my stamp. Doom, you know what I mean? Oh, that's... <laughs> Sorry, sir, you know, um, you know, they called me after I just came out of the bar, so my mind is not working so well. You'll pardon me, sir. No, it's all right. It's good to party, but not anymore. For the next two years or so, you're not going to be partying. Do you understand that? Oh, really? What am I going to be doing? I think uh, he has a mission for us. Go ahead, tell us the mission. So we're going to take this letter. And we're going to take this letter that has your seal and uh, signature on it, yes? And what are we going to do? You will take it, and every place where you go to, wherever there's a diocese or whatever it is, uh, you'll bring it to the cardinals, to the bishops and everything, and you'll show it to them, and they will assist you, and they will help you raise the money. But, sir, with all the respect, I mean, you're talking about 
It could be thousands upon thousands upon millions. I mean, you know, we're going to go across the country. It'll be Franks. It'll be Franks. Oh, oh Franks. <laughs> Are you Franks? <laughs> sure. Uh, mustard and sauerkraut, please, for mine. <laughs> no, no. He means the money, Franks. You know, like in Germany, they have Franks. I don't care where they have the Franks. I'll eat it anywhere. It's all right. Don't worry. No, 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 no. I, you'll have to forgive him. He, he just came out of a party, and he's a little bit uh, on the drunk side. But I understand everything. We're going to be raising rubles and, 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 and uh, as a lot is, and, and francs, and uh, the whole works. Yes, 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 yes. But it's going to be a lot of money. So, uh, I mean, if the two of us only, I mean, that could be very dangerous. We could be held up by highway robbers or something like that. <laughs> of course, I cover that. Uh, you have an army following us? No, that would be attracting too much attention. We don't want to attract attention. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, yes, what are you going to do? You see... When you travel from town to town, you're going to be dressed as paupers. Oh, we're going to be dressed as paupers. Okay, yes, yes. Okay, and then what about all the money? Oh, you see, when you're dressed as paupers, the um, thieves and the highwaymen won't think that you're carrying a lot of money, so they'll leave you alone. But let me tell you something. What you're going to do is, after each trip in every town that you raise money, what you're going to do is you're going to convert the money. Uh, let me get this straight. We're going to convert the money? We're going to get them to go to church? Is that it? No, no, no. Not that kind of converting. Uh, oh, sir, just hell get over it. Don't worry. We'll give him some coffee later and he'll be fine. Okay, so we're going to convert uh, smaller bills into bigger bills so this way it won't be so bulky. Now, where are we going to store all this? Well, of course, you're going to sew it inside the lining of your jacket. Ah, brilliant. Brilliant. All right, I'll, I'll take... Uh, John out, and I'll give him some coffee. And we'll start out tomorrow, sir. Uh, we'll go right away. And don't forget, I want to be in touch with you. Huh? How are you going to be in touch with us? We're going to be so far away. Your arm is not that long. How can you touch me from such a great distance? Uh, don't worry, sir. I'll get him the coffee. Don't you worry about a thing. He's going to have that beautiful, beautiful coffee. <laughs> okay, sir. Now, come on, John. This is the Pope you're talking to. Where's your respect? Did we meet him yet? Yes, we met him. Now, here, drink the coffee. <laughs> Woo! It's not as good as uh, that schnapps we had. <laughs> well, you know what it'll do? Huh? Well, well, so we got a mission. Yes, and we have to be presentable. So basically, when we travel from town to town, we look like paupers. But when we come in, we trade our clothes. I mean, we change our clothes. I mean, whatever. I know what you're saying. We we change over to good clothing. And then when we leave the town, we go the other way. And if I heard correctly, then we convert the money and bring them to the church and stuff them into our jackets. That's going to be a lot of people to stuff in our jackets. No, no, no. The money, we're going to convert it into smaller bills. No, well, never mind. Just leave it to me. Let the coffee work on you. And sure enough, John sobered up. And the next day, they set out on their journey. And the Pope was standing there with a bunch of cardinals and bishops, and they were all waving by and wishing them luck. Uh, goodbye. 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 Uh, yeah, uh, so long, and uh, yes, okay. Yeah, okay, I'm sober. I, I think I know what I'm doing. Maybe I should drink, because when I'm carrying so much money, woo! <laughs> and don't forget to write and keep in touch with me and let me know where you are from time to time, okay? Send messages. Bye. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. And, and I'll brush my teeth and I'll clean behind my ears also. Goodbye. Oh, boy, oh, boy. That person, are you sure? Don't worry. He's very trustworthy. In the end, once he sobers up, he just drank a lot the night before and he needs a lot of coffee. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yes, quite so. And sure enough, they set out on their journey, and they traveled from place to place. And for the first couple of weeks, everything was going smoothly. They would go to a place, and whoever the cardinal or the bishop, whoever was the ruling uh, religious authority over there among the Goyim, they would come over, and they would say, Sauge very nice. I like that. Sure, we raise money for the big church. Yes. And even when they went to France, of course, we will raise the money that you need without a problem. And I don't know, in some versions of the story, I think they went to China. But I don't know if that's true or not. But we'll stick it in anyways. Oh, boy, we're sticking the Chinese. Go ahead. 
我抌开我头上个云，抌边东包嘅我上云，抌不要咁包去啲啲重金债债大多我搞我人大哟。啊 ，excuse me， what you say？ Oh, never mind what I say. As long as people give the money, that's what counts. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. And sure enough, they raise money. And of course, every every other week, they sent a letter to the Pope, and the Pope would get the letter. Oh, it's great! They say the fundraising is going great, and my plan that they should sow the money into their linings is so good. Oh, it's so fantastic! It's unbelievable. Ah, yes, I can't wait till they finish raising the money. And they were now into their second year, and it was about two or three months. Before they completed their mission, going across all of Europe and wherever they could go, to raise the money, and they had quite a sum of money, and it was all converted, and not into singles, but it was converted into thousand-dollar bills, or I guess thousand-ruble bills, or whatever it was, large denominations, a small package sewn inside their lining, and finally, one of them said, "Hi, you know." Ah, listen to me, Peter. I don't know how you managed to make me that I should stay sober for so long. I'm telling you, you know, I need a little rest. Rome is done. We just got maybe two, three months, and we're on the way back home. Well, we got everything here. What's the problem? Ah, you think we're ahead of schedule? Ah,、uh, yes, I guess to a certain extent, yes. Why? Maybe you know there was a little hamlet around, and 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 this little place, you know, small village. And、uh, you know, it's a quiet place, and there's a nice river nearby.、Uh, maybe we could go there and relax there for a couple of days. What do you say before we go home? I mean, you know what I mean? Hmm. But we, 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 we are carrying a lot of money. So what, big deal? Uh, we're carrying a lot of money, and it,、uh, you know, we we don't want to get you know anybody suspicious of on us. Hey, hey! So far, the plan has worked. We're walking around like paupers, all right? Hey, hey! What's the problem? Hmm. All right. So you want to stop by in the quiet small village over there, where we don't attract so much attention, and stay there for a couple of days to relax and rest before we go home? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. All right. Fine. I agree. We'll do it. And so they walked into this village, and as they came into this village, they were looking around for a place to stay, and it looked like you know, kind of village that there wasn't any room. And suddenly, one of them said, "Hey, wait a minute, Peter, Peter, Peter! Look over there! Look over there, Peter! Do you see what I see? Do you? Do you? Do you?" I see what you see, but I'm not sure if I'm seeing the same thing that you're seeing. I mean, I am seeing what you see because I'm facing the same direction. But are you talking about the little ant that's crawling on the floor? Are you talking about the fly that just flew up and the bird just jumped out and ate it? Ah, that's disgusting! I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about something else. That house over there—it's pretty big. It's got some sort of a brick oven over there. You can tell by the chimney. That's a pretty big house. She probably has some room for us, or he probably has room for us, or they have room for us, or whoever's there. Hmm. All right. Maybe you're right. Let's go. Let's go knock on the door. Who's there? Um. Uh. May we come in? Hey,、uh, why should I let you in? Who are you? Uh, I'm uh Peter, and uh this is my friend John. So therefore, why should I let you in? Uh, we're nice people. Really? How do I know? I don't even know you. Listen, I let us in, and we'll try to explain. How do I know you're not going to try to rob me? If we wanted to rob you, we'd have broke down your door already. Good point. All right, I'll open the door. I hope you don't mind that my、uh, door opens up in the C minor or is it a C major? I'm not sure, but whatever. Yes. So what is it? Yes. Hmm. I I see. Uh, listen. Uh, we're travelers and and listen. We are dressed in poor clothing, but、uh, we don't like to get robbed. So, but I'm telling you now in advance. Uh, we have a few. Uh, you know, <laughs> we have a couple of money. You know, dollars here and there, rubles. Uh, you know, francs or you know, whatever it has to be. Whatever you charge us. We just need a quiet place to stay and relax. You know, we've been traveling around a lot. We just need a quiet place to relax. Well, let me think about this. You know, I'm a young widow, and、uh, my husband died a few years ago. But 
You know, we, we didn't really rent out rooms too much lately, and lately I've been using the nice, beautiful brick oven to bake some cakes and challahs and, and things like that, and I sell them, or I, that's how I make a living. But, you know, if I rent you the room a little bit, you know, maybe I can make a few more dollars. All right, listen here, I, I, I hope you don't mind, I only make kosher food. Hey, kosher food? I'll eat anything. What's kosher food anyways? Well, you'll find out pretty soon. Don't worry. Uh, one thing I can tell you about kosher food, if you're not used to it, woo, you get a little heartburn. That's all. What are you talking about? Depends if I give you leftover chulin. That's all. Ah, uh, I see. All right. Uh, what's chulin? Donetsk. Donetsk. All right. Huh? Is it something you put a little schnapps in? No, but some people do. Ah, uh, I want some of that. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. Okay. Anyways, let me tell you. Over there, you see that room over there in the far side, in the left side, the right-hand corner, the bottom top side of the steps? Well, yeah, yeah. That's your room. Here's your key. Now, listen, I'm going to make supper around uh, 7 o'clock, okay? And, uh, you know, if you want to take a walk, it's beautiful to walk along the river. But, you know, I would not advise you to go swimming in the river. And why is that, madam? Why should we go swimming in a river? If it's a nice river, we should go swimming. I hear what you're saying, but, you know, the river looks calm, but, you know, all of a sudden, without warning, it could suddenly go wild. Uh Uh-huh, I see. (laughs) Kind of strange kind of river. All right, uh, it's good to know, good to know. All right, uh, my friend and I, uh, we're going to, you know, put our basic stuff over there, and... uh, uh, Why don't you leave your jacket? It's pretty warm outside. No, 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 we're taking our jackets with us. (laughs) It's quite all right. All right, if you feel that way. After all, it's uh, pretty cool along the uh, river. Oh, yes, 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 it is. That's good. So we're going to go along the river. Yes, you do that, you do that, you do that. It's wonderful. You go along the river. Yes. So we're going to go along the river, and uh, how should I tell you? How should you tell me what? Um, well, um, <laughs> um, uh, well, well, we're just going to take a walk. We're going to take a walk over here. We're going to take a walk, and um, <clears throat> uh, we're going to... Um, you know, um, take a nice walk and, uh, uh, perhaps, uh, uh, we'll just get some fresh air. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get some fresh air. Maybe we'll pick up a bottle of vodka here and there. Oh, no, it's quite all right. You don't have to go bother to try to find any for us, lady. I wasn't going to. All right, anyways, we don't have any schnapps in here anyways. So wonderful, wonderful. Okay, so let me, it's good, it's good. All right, it's everything fine, okay? But remember, don't go swimming! Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, no problem. Won't go swimming. Yeah, won't go swimming. Don't you worry about a thing. Goodbye, see ya. Uh, uh, what time is shopper? Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock it is. Right, wonderful. Seven o'clock it is. All right, seven o'clock. Seven o'clock it's gonna be. All right. And so they decided to take their walk. And they were walking along the river. But it was getting hot. And they were wearing those heavy jackets that were sewn with all that money in the lining. Oh, yes. They had like a million dollar lining. Maybe more than that. Maybe a few million dollars. And suddenly John said, Ah, you know something, Peter? I was just wondering. Look at the river. Does it look like it's going to jump and get wild? I don't know, but the lady said it could just suddenly go wild without any warning. Ha! Don't be ridiculous. You know what? Let's walk up and down and see if it gets wild. All right. Stop with your yada-da-da-da-da-da. Okay, you walked up and down. So what's your point? My point is, look, the river didn't rise. It's not going crazy. You're right. So, so? I think it's all peaceful and quiet here. I think we should take off our clothes and just go swimming. Uh, you sure? But the lady said... I know what the lady said. Look, look, I'm going to put my finger inside the water. Whee! See, nothing happened. I'm going to put my whole hand in. See, nothing happened. You see that? You see that? Hmm. All right, but what about our jacket? Hey! Don't look suspicious, and nobody will worry about our jackets. Just take off the jacket like this. Whee! Just put it down on the ground like here. Boom. And then after you put it down, I'll put my jacket down. Boom. And let's take off our shoes. And my other shoe. And uh, my sock. Ouch! Your sock went into my face. Oh, sorry. Uh, you should be happy I changed my sock last year. <laughs> Yeah, I can tell. Never mind. Okay. Anyways, uh, uh, now what? Let's go swimming. 
All right. I, I'm not, I, I don't got a good feeling about this. I do. Watch. <laughs> I put my foot in. It feels cool. I'm going for a swim. Weep. Sailor, come swimming. She ain't no problem. All right. I'm going to swim also. Now, what's that song you sing? That's good. 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 All right. Sounds, sounds good. All right. Let's swim a little bit. But suddenly, as the hour was ticking... And the hour was going by one at a time. And suddenly it was about six o'clock. And at that moment, the tide started to rise in the river. And suddenly the winds picked up a little bit by the river. And suddenly, besides the winds picking up, the river started to churn like a washing machine. And the waves started getting tougher. Oh, I, I think this water is suddenly changing. That lady was right. It can happen anytime. Let's swim back to shore. Yeah, let's swim back to shore. Hey, I'm swimming. I, I did about 100 strokes right now. <laughs> and I haven't moved an inch. I know that. I know that. The waves are too strong. We got to get back to shore. Oh, that wave knocked me on. Where are you? Where are you? And before you knew it, the waves engulfed them. And no matter how hard they struggled, they could not make it back to shore. And both of them drowned in this river. But not only did they drown, but their bodies were washed way down the river to who knows where. And meanwhile, it was seven o'clock. And the lady was looking for her supper guests. Ah, oh, where are those people? I hope I didn't scare them off telling them about that chulin gives heartburn. <laughs> oh, amaze me. Let me see what's going on here. Uh, you gentlemen, I don't see them, you know. They went to the river. Oy vey, I hope they didn't go to swim. No, 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 no. They couldn't go to swim. No, 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 no. I told them not to. I told them not to. They should be listening to me. But the river could be fooling because sometimes it looks calm and then sometimes... Ah! Anyway, you know what? I'm going to take a walk. I'll try to be very calm. How come everybody's singing my song? It's a great song. Now go back to looking out the window. Okay. Oh, look, our guest arrived here in the studio. <laughs> well, we'll talk to him at the end, okay? All right. Anyway, so let's see what happens. Uh, let's get on with the story. Go ahead, Robbie Harris. I'll just look out the window. Maybe I'll stare at this guy. <laughs> hey, you know, he's wearing glasses. He's got a green shirt. Oh, he came with his tati. Hi. <clears throat> Listen, we got to get the story. It's a long story. Oh, 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 okay. Uh, go ahead, Robbie Harris. I I'll go over on the side and talk with him. Yes, I wish you could do that at the same time. As oh, but never mind. Okay, anyway, so let me tell you what happened. So she got to the river. Uh, gentlemen, gentlemen, you know something? I never knew their name. I didn't get the name. Oy, I don't even know what the name are. Oy, his name, his name, what's his name? His, his, his name is Oy, 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 Oy. How come I never asked the name? I don't know why. And everything happens so fast. No, no. I'll say Gums Lataiva. Oh, 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 speaking about Gums Lataiva. Gulp. Uh, what is this? I see the jacket on the, on the edge of the river. I see the second jacket. I see the shoe. I smell the socks. I amaze me. They're clothing are here. Maybe they swim. You know what? I'm going to wait an hour. Maybe they'll come back. I'll, I'll wait. And she waited an hour. And the clock was still ticking. And the hour passed by. And they still didn't show up. And she fell asleep, sitting on a rocking chair, waiting for them. And in the morning, when she woke up, she washed Negavasa. And then she did her tefillos, and after she davened, she went out again to the river. Oy vey, they're really gone. Ah! Maybe I shouldn't scream like that. I'll attract too much attention. I don't even know who these people are. You know what? I don't want to be accused of chas v'sholem killing these people. I don't even know what happened to them. Maybe they drowned, maybe they got washed up, maybe they went in, in, in the... Oh, yeah, 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 I don't know where they... Maybe they in Hoopitzville, I don't know where, it, where, where they went with... <gasps> oh, yeah, but you know what? I'm going to take the jackets, I'm going to take the clothing, <laughs> and the smelly sock also, I'm going to take it with me. Yeah, 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 name is with me. Okay, I'm going to take it all with me, and then I'm going to go to the house, and then maybe they'll show up. But a few days passed by, and they never showed up. Maybe I should go to the police. <gasps> no, has for Sholem. If I go to the police in this town, <laughs> they don't like Jewish people so much, and maybe they're going to think I killed these people or who knows what. Hmm, you know what I'm going to do? 
I'm just going to wait. I'm sure they have relatives. Yeah, and the relatives are going to look for them. Yeah, sure, sure. And sure enough, she waited. But no relatives came. But instead of relatives, instead of relatives, what ended up happening was it wasn't relatives that came. It would be no relatives. Let's go and find out who's going to come. Well, who's going to come, Rabbi Herbs? I, I see Simon came. Shh, that's later, later, later. Oh, sorry. Uh, anyway, so, so, we'll... Let's go to Rome. Oh, we're going on a trip to Rome. Nah, 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 nah. And sure enough, in Rome, the Pope said, Oh, my goodness gracious. I haven't heard from John and Peter in such a long time. Something is wrong. I smell it. Sir, I can't believe you can smell John's sock all the way to here. No, I don't mean that sock. I mean I can smell this trouble of some sort. Where's the last letter that they sent? Let's trace where they are. Let's send people out here. And sure enough, they sent this very mean bishop who had no feelings of mercy for anybody, especially for Jewish people. And they sent him to be in touch together with the commander of the police. And they followed and they tracked everything and people were talking in the streets. Lightest. Yeah, I heard the lightest. Okay, you know what's going on. The, the Pope is looking for two people, and they disappeared. And you know, they had millions of dollars with them. Really? <laughs> That's strange. Two people with millions? Two people? Uh-oh. Uh, you know what? My is burning in the oven. I'll see you. I better open up my door. Maybe it should be a C major, D minor. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe, maybe oil it. Now I oil it. Let me see how my door sounds. Now it's a little more normal. Okay. No, no. Let me close the door. All right. Close the door. Now what? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me look at these jackets over here. I put it in the schmother. I put it in the schmother. What's going on? It feels a little lumpy over here. Let me just take this little knife and cut it open. All right. Let me look inside. So much money in here. Uh oh. But if I return it to the Pope now, he's going to get very angry. He's going to think only because they started searching. And that's why I want to return it. That could be trouble for all the Eden. All the Jewish people could be in trouble. There could be pogroms all over the place. Oh no. I can't give back the money now. Not under these circumstances. No, no, no. I know what I'll do. I got it. I'll take out the money and I'll bury it in my backyard. And so she took out the money. And she buried it in her backyard, but she put old dirt over it, old sand, mixed it up so you could not tell that something was dug and buried over there. Then she took the clothing and... I'll tell that part, okay, Rabbi Herbs? Okay, go ahead. I'm not going to stop you. All right. Um, anyways, I'm going to take the clothing and throw it into the oven. Okay, you did a great job. Oh, thank you. I know that. Okay. Mm. Okay, it's nice and burnt and, oh, just in time. <gasps> Here come the soldiers. Oh, boy, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I'll just relax and be normal. All right, you over there. Stand aside. I'm the commander of the uh, army over here and the commander-in-chief of a police department. And I'm here with the bishop over here. You all know him. And the Eden looked at him. Oh, yeah, we know him. He's the mashugan with the cream newest, the crooked nose over there. And he only makes his trouble trouble. All right. Bishop, tell them what you want. And the bishop got up and he said, Gentlemen, gentlemen, let me explain to you something. It's very simple. Two people that were on a mission for the Pope disappeared. And they were carrying millions and millions upon millions of rubles and zlotes and francs. And I don't mean francs with mustard and sauerkraut, if you know what I mean. Now, if somebody kill them or rob them and is hiding the money, we'll give you about 10 seconds to return it now. Of course, in five seconds, we're going to tear apart the houses until we find it. Oh, one second. Excuse me. Pardon me. Did I understand you said we have 10 seconds to give it up, but in five seconds you start tearing apart the houses? Where did you learn your mathematics? 
Are you questioning me? Uh, no, I think you can question yourself, all right. Anyways, uh, search the house. Uh, and by the way, uh, when you're searching and you're looking for things, you can take out all the cockroaches over there. And if I have any mice, take them with you, okay? You are a wise guy. Thank you very much. I know that. And so sure enough, they ordered the soldiers. And they were tearing apart house after house. And they made a complete mess. And, of course, nobody was murdered because there was nothing even to be murdered. Nobody knew about the two people. Except for that old, old widow. That poor little widow, who at this moment is not so poor. But this particular widow, Shana Gittle. Shana Gittle sat in her house and the knock came on the door. Open the door in the name of the law! All right, I'm coming! Went back to the C major. All right, listen. Anyways, what can I do for you? How do you do? Stand aside! I am standing aside. You want me to stand in the front? Move over. We're going to search this house. Now, let me ask you before I tear apart your house. Do you remember seeing two people over here? I remember seeing two people. I remember seeing three people. I remember seeing my husband before he died. Oh, lady, you are... A nice lady. Thank you very much. Uh, search the house. What are you doing? You're turning over my couch. What's the matter with you? Are you crazy? But they didn't listen. And the soldiers were turning everything upside down. And they ripped curtains apart. And they threw things all over the place. And unfortunately, they also took out the old shas that her husband once had. Now, in those days, they weren't like shas now. It was basically handwritten and sewn together by hand. And they took it out and they threw it all over the floor. That made her a shtickle angry. How dare you? Do you know what that is? Hey, do you know what this is? Uh, you can put that sword down. Now that I know what that is. <laughs> All right, go ahead, tear apart the house. Go right ahead. <laughs> oh, you're going to pay for this. You'll see. Oh, you're going to pay for this. What did you say? Oh, nothing, nothing. I'll just sit down there. Oh, I can't sit down. You broke my couch. Huh? <laughs> All right, though. I'll sit on the rocking chair. Oh, you broke that also. I'll sit on the floor. No problem. And after that, they left. You're lucky we didn't find anything. And if you hit it anywhere, else, wait a second. Let's check your backyard. Yes, let's check the backyard. Go right ahead. And he went out to the backyard. But they looked around if there's anything suspicious about the soil. But nothing looked suspicious. Everything looked fine. The whole place looked perfect. And they didn't bother to stop it at all. I mean, they didn't stop it to, like, tear it apart and look and see if anything was hidden there. Because it just looked too perfect. She did a great job. And after about a week or so, things started to calm down a little bit. The soldiers were nowhere in sight. She quietly dug up the money. And then she started thinking. Oi, oi, oi. These people are so mean. Look what they did to my house. First of all, because of what they did, I don't know, maybe I should ask a Shaila, but then if I ask a Shaila, then the people are going to find out about the money. I should take off money for what they did to my house. Look at the mess. I can't even live in it so much. Oi, 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 oi. So these couple of weeks, I couldn't even fix it over. What am I going to do? And she was wondering what she was going to do. And then she hung around for about a year. And nobody knew how she was living because nobody was, you know, catching on that she wasn't baking anymore. And after a year, she decided to pull up and leave. And she told the people, I'm getting very old, even though I'm a young widow, but I'm old. Anyway, so I'm going, bye-bye. Uh, I sold my house to you. Don't worry, I didn't sell to a shy kids. Don't worry, everything is fine. And so sure enough, she sold her house. And she traveled far, far away, all the way to Krakow. And when she got to the outskirts of Krakow, she took off a poor widow's clothing. And she put on rich ladies' clothing. And of course, when she entered the town of Krakow, everybody looked at her and decided, oh, she needs a shidduch. She's a widow. We heard all about her. But they didn't have any hasaga how she became so rich. She bought a nice house. She lived comfortably. She gave tzedakah, and then finally she married a big Talmud Chacham. And I think his name was Reb Shlema. And he married this Reb Shlema. And Reb Shlema was a very interesting person. He trusted her. But as their marriage was going on, something was bothering him. And finally, Shana Gittel asked him, What's the matter? You're not looking at me the same way. What's the problem? 
to tell you the truth, I was just wondering, um, you know, we shouldn't be keeping secrets from each other, right? Yes. Well, I, I mean, how did you become so rich? I told you my first husband was very rich and I inherited everything. Uh, but what, how did he make the money? What kind of business did he do? I mean, what was this business that, that, that he did? Uh, what kind of business did he have? Um, I can't tell you. And he pressed and pressed and pressed until finally she said the whole story. Well, this is very interesting. Well, what are we going to do now? Uh, maybe we're not allowed to keep this money. Let's go to the great holy tzaddik, Rebiel Circus, the Bach. Let's go to him and let's ask him what to do. <clears throat> and sure enough, they went over and they asked the Bach what to do. But before they started to tell him the story, the lady noticed. Excuse me, but I have to talk to you without anybody in the room. I mean, you know, I mean, my husband is here. So, you know what I mean? They say, so can we ask that Talmud to leave? I'm very sorry. I cannot ask that Talmud to leave. He's a very smart Talmud. He sits there and he's in his own world. He learns all day long. Nothing to worry about. You go about your business, okay? Just go about your business and tell me everything. He won't say a word. Trust me. All right. And she told over the whole story. And the Bach started thinking. I hear. It's a very interesting story. It is true that you did not know who the two people were. It is true the time you found the money, if you told anybody, it would start a big pogrom. They would think you stole it. They would think you're returning it only because you were afraid to get caught. So therefore, it comes out that, Mr. Avra, it's okay to keep the money because otherwise it's going to cause a whole bunch of Eden to suffer. It's not very good. So I was just thinking that since this money came into hands, so it's meant also you should do good things. Don't just use the money to take care of yourself. Help poor orphans. Make chasnes for, for yisoyimim. That's what you should do. And give tzedakah and support yeshivas. And sure enough, this is what she did. But then, this particular Talmud who was in the back, he started thinking, hmm, I don't seem to like what's going on over here. I can't believe it. This money's not ours. Now money's not theirs either. How could he say that they should keep it and they're allowed to keep it? It belongs back to the Pope. They should send it back. And let Hashem take care of everything. That's what it should be. I can't believe that he said that she's allowed to keep it. Hmm. I wonder what his svara is. Now, of course, because of time restrictions, I can't tell you all the svaras of the Bach. But let me tell you something. If he said it was mutter to keep, Trust me, it could be relied on more than that Talmud. Anyways, because the Talmud was bothered about that. But he never asked his Rav to explain it. And then, gradually, he started to lose faith in Yiddishkeit. And he began to hang out by the universities. And he met a Galach. He met a priest who won him over. And gradually, he went completely off the derech. And he became Mamash Shegetz. Like a Shegetz. A Yid at heart. But like a Shegetz. But he began to have such a hatred. It was unreal. But the Pope loved him. The Pope loved him. He grew and grew. And the Pope was getting very old. And one day he said, You know, I'm getting very old. I don't know how much longer I can live. I'm recommending you, Bernard. Yes, you, Bernard, to be the new Pope. Pope Bernard. But you have to make a name for yourself. <coughs> yes, don't worry about a thing. I'll make a name for myself. You'll see. I'll be the greatest pope that ever lived. And no one will know that I was once Jewish. <laughs> and so after he became the pope, he said, I know of a secret that no one knows except for me. <laughs> I'm going to reveal a secret. I'll make myself the greatest person around. Nobody knows what happened to those two people. No one knows what happened to the money. <laughs> Except for me. <laughs> and sure enough, he went over and he arranged for a big gathering to take place in Krakow, Poland. And the word was out that Pope Bernard was going to reveal a secret 
revealed to him from the heavens. At least that's the way he said it. But when the widow heard about this, she, who is no longer a widow, she and her husband went to the Bach, and the Bach said, Don't worry about a thing. He told you before, when he sat in the room, I said he won't say a thing. He won't say a thing now either. Don't worry. And then that day came. Now during this time period, this Pope Bernard wanted to antagonize this widow who is now married. And he purposely stayed in our house while he was there in Krakow. And then that day came. Everybody was gathered, Jews, Goyim, everybody alike, because they wanted to see what was going on. And even if a Jew didn't want to go, by orders of the Pope, they had to go. And soldiers made sure they came. So the Rav himself, the Rav of Krakow, Abiel Circus, was there. Don't worry. You just say to him, Zorgesnish. And all of a sudden, the Pope began, Pope Bernard. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. Today is the time when I will reveal to you all such a great secret that is being revealed to me by the heavens above. It is a secret that no one could fathom that I know. But when you hear me reveal this secret, it will be the greatest thing that has ever been revealed. He's talking double talk. You know what? Maybe we should stuff some feathers in his mouth. Yeah, that's a good idea. Except there's one problem. Watch the problem. He's got soldiers all around. Yeah, that's a problem. And now, listen to me. I want to call that lady and her husband up here, the ones that I stayed by their house. Come, 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 come. I think they're calling us. I think we should go. What do you say? All right. I'm not worried. The Bach said we go. And so they went up there. And the Bach was called up also. I want the rabbi of Krakow here too. And of course. Nobody recognized that Pope Bernard was really that old Talmud of the Bach. But the Bach did. He knew. And he walked over. And he came straight up to the podium. And he walked straight to this Pope. And he looked him straight in the eyes. And he said, No, my Talmud. Whatever you want to say, say it now, if you can. And the Bach closed his eyes. And he started mumbling tefillahs. Yeah. Boy, this is great. All the people of this revelation are here. Great. And suddenly he got up there. And the cardinals and the bishop were sitting on the podiums. Go right ahead. Yes, please. Go, go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Speak your mind. Oh, yes. Say it, say it. And the people were cheering him out. Say it, say it. And suddenly he said, I want to reveal to you all. One of the most greatest secrets of all. A secret that was lost for years and years. And now it's time to reveal it. I want the... What did you say? I said I want to reveal a secret. I want to tell everybody. Uh, you feel all right, sir? Maybe you should sit down and take a little water. I, I, I don't understand. It's your fault. What did you do to me? I didn't do nothing. It's a question of what you did to yourself. Go ahead, speak, if you can. <laughs> you will not stop me. I will speak. Now, ladies and gentlemen, and no matter how hard he tried, he couldn't speak. Everything came out of mumbles. He looked confused, and the other bishops and cardinals were looking at each other. What's going on here? I don't understand what's going on. Yes, I think we should take him and, uh, and give him a doctor, a good doctor, you know what I mean? I, mean, I don't know, he's losing his mind. He's going crazy. Maybe the revelation is too hard for him. I don't know, could be, you never know. Uh, yeah, but I think, I think, I think he's embarrassing us. And sure enough, he started banging his head. Boom, boom, boom. And he started banging into his head. I gotta see this. I gotta see this. I, I wanna tell a secret. And every time he tried, it just didn't work. And he was trying to force himself to speak so much that he started acting like I'm a sugar. He was banging his head until he started bleeding, even. And finally, one of the higher cardinals said, I don't think that we have a situation here and we cannot kill him in public because he's embarrassing us. But we do have to get rid of this Pope. He's a, this is embarrassing to him. You five soldiers, do me a favor. Pick him up and carry him away. And they carried him away. And as he was carrying him away, this Pope Bernard, Pope Bernard was here. But he couldn't say a word. 
And the Bach turned to the lady and her husband. I told you, you will not be able to speak. And sure enough, they took him out far away, out to the outskirts of Krakow, where they killed this Pope Bernard, who was never able to reveal this secret. And no pogrom was able to be carried out. And no harm came to the Jewish people as a result of that strange incident that happened with the two messengers of the Pope. Well, Rabbi Earth, that was terrific! What's your first name, young man? Can you tell us? Can you come closer to the microphone? Uh, we're going to set up a microphone near you. Go ahead, say hello. Go ahead, say hello. Hi. Can you tell everybody your name? Mordecai Simon. Mordecai Simon! Can you tell us where you came from? Because nobody's going to believe us. Yeah. You didn't live in Brooklyn, right? Nope. Where do you live? Sake. Passaic, New Jersey! You see, we got listeners from all across the world. From Passaic, New Jersey. All right. So we, do we have any time to take any phone calls? We'll take a phone call or two. All right. And maybe you can speak to, to, to Mordecai Simon or, or to Yassi. Or to Rabbi Herbs. Okay, go ahead. Hello, you're on the air. Hello? Yes, you're on the air. Who is speaking? I am Oh, my 50 guy. Okay, how many, how many lessons do you have? 57? 34. 34. Okay, can you do it in one breath? I'll try. Okay, go ahead. Shoot. Go ahead. So, Let's hear it. Tell me all the important stuff. Show interest when people say ask questions, get fun compliments, be happy, listen to what people say, obey commands, excuse yourself, don't accidentally say stuff in detail, excuse people, wish it, and goodbye, and be happy, rest after work. I mean, suggestions, nice ideas. Do give good ideas. Don't be uh, scared. Took a breath. I heard it. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Ask questions and tell people where to stay. Get exercise. Warn people before they drop. Don't get angry. Don't be nervous. Don't 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 make fun of people. Don't threaten people. Don't up to ask shells for no real secrets. How people and keep going. You're doing good. I'm done. I'm done. Wow. All right. That was great. All right, uh, you know, we have uh, one of the other great callers over here. Mordecai Simon is in our studio, and he's coming all the way from Passaic, New Jersey. You want to say hello to him? Hello. Hi. All right, good. Callers, good to produce. Maybe the big caller pals, whatever. Okay, do we, one more phone call. We can take one more phone call. Maybe this guy has about 67 things. Okay, go ahead. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. You're the lucky guy who might be the last caller for tonight because it was a very long story and I uh, guess we don't have that much time. So hurry up. What um, is your question? Well, actually, not, actually my what name is your Don lesson? Ah, so, oh, yes. Okay. So now, what lesson did you learn tonight? Um, I think I have 36. You have 36. Okay. All right. Let's see if you can say it in one breath. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Two breaths. Okay. You should be nice to people, you should listen to people, you should always act, you should always trust, you should say, you should be good to people back if they're good to you, you should be happy for people, you, sh- you shouldn't do any dangerous things, you should say goodbye to people, um, the life is not only about drinking mashka and vodka and you should always help, um, you should let people talk, um, you should sometimes rest, you shouldn't always work. You should do Achmas Um You should sometimes calm down. You should keep kosher. You should do. You should keep Shabbos. You shouldn't rob. You should do safety things. Um, be honest. Um, if someone is nice to you, you should be nice to 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 them back. Uh, you should when you see things, you should believe it sometimes. And you you should know people's name in case of safety. You you should sometimes have patience and. You should feel a megalosser. Um, there's That's in there. police for very a reason. Good. You listen um, very well. Try, uh, try to save things. There's Mitzvahala. There's Hashem on this world. There's Yidin. Um, you shouldn't steal. You shouldn't kill. You, you shouldn't kill. You, you, uh, you I think some of them you're repeating now. Yeah. <laughs> That's very good. You, you, should, you should be a good chassid. There's Yiddish guy. Um, you should have a good Israel, and that's it. Wow. That was amazing. Thank you very much. That was great. Uh, do we have a time for any okay, other phone call? Bye. No. Okay, bye-bye. So that was the last phone call, so I just want to tell you something, that this is great to hear that people call in and have so many lessons. 
But rather than there was one lesson that they didn't say, and I think we have to say it. With all those lessons, they missed one big lesson. Maybe Mordecai knows it. Did you catch the lesson that they missed? Should listen to your rough? Excellent! That's the one! You should listen to your rough. You should listen to Gedalim. And no matter what they tell you, even if it doesn't make sense to because they know a little bit better than we do. That was great, Jesse. Wow, you see that? Okay, it was good that we had Mordecai Simon in the studio because he said the missing one that all of them missed. Okay, thank you very much, and that's all the time we have. So until next week, have a great weekend and enjoy your Shabbos. Bye!